Hi, this is Olivia. And this is Robin, and you're listening to K-Pop Hot Sheet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at K-Pop Hot Sheet, and rate us on Apple Music and Spotify if you enjoyed the show. So Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. It is 2024. It is snowy and cold and bleak where we are located, but, you know, you have K-Pop Hot Sheets to keep you warm. <laughs> I love the snow for once. It's been a long time coming, so I'm happy we finally have snow. Uh, I'm not, so. <laughs> There's always two two sides to the coin, okay? <laughs> All right, so before we get started talking about K-pop, I have something that's not K-pop related, but is Korean entertainment that I wanted to mention quickly. So I wanted to talk about Poonja for a minute. Um, so for those of you not familiar with her, because I know Olivia, you are not. I, am not, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, she started as a YouTuber. Um, I personally first saw her on the Black Sheep game, which was a um, like competition show where they were basically playing the Mafia game. For those of you who don't know what that is, just Google like Korean Mafia game. Um, and they had to like basically find people who were different than them, quote unquote. I mean, it was a problematic show for multiple reasons. So this was like a, a long time ago show. It's not a recent show. It was like maybe two years ago or a year. Oh. Like it was pretty, oh. pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But she started to become popular in the entertainment world. She was actually a contestant on King of Masked Singers. So, you know, you're kind of a big deal when you get to be on that. Um, and she started being on the show The Manager a lot last year. Um, and I watched that literally every single week when it comes out since it started She's very funny, and I love her. Um, so what I haven't mentioned yet uh, is that she recently won the new, like, the newcomer slash rookie award for females at the NBC Entertainment Awards. Mm -hmm. And I also have not mentioned that she is actually a trans female. Oh. So she's the first trans female that has become, like, you know, pretty much a mainstay on some of these variety shows, appearing a lot on Korean television. So it is such a big deal that she just won um, at the NBC Entertainment Awards. And I love her. She's great. So very proud. Big accomplishment. Very big deal culturally. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say there's some controversy or something. Oh. So this is just the like, I love her, good for her, proud of her. Yes. Okay, good. Oh my god, I'm happy to hear that, that there wasn't controversy. I thought you were going to say that people would be, like, upset that she won if it was, like, a female award. I mean, there might be people out there being haters, but I think she's gotten a lot of love. Um, oh, that's so good. Because I know she's had some hard times, and she talks about that a lot. And I know her father doesn't really watch her on TV because he's, like, scared yeah. of her being exposed basically to the world and being exposed to the criticism that she definitely has gotten at points in her career. Oh, that's sweet. So it's not, it's not, again, I, my mind goes to the negative right away. It's not that he doesn't watch her because he doesn't like approve of her. It's no. just that he's, aw, he's protective that's... of her. Oh, so that, see that warmed my heart in this cold, cold weather. Yeah. She's hilarious. So, um, love her, proud of her. Yay. I just looked her up and the face seems familiar, but I don't know where I've seen her. So I'll have to I'll have to um watch some of the shows. Yeah, she's been on I feel like she's been on a lot of stuff. I think she was on like 
the Korean Saturday Night Live even. Like, she's she's getting around. She's winning. I mean, winning the Rookie Award means that you've yeah. made your mark. Um, and she started as a female transgender woman, like, when she got into the entertainment? Or was she first as, like, a male pre so her YouTube channel, I believe she started to help document her transition, from what Got I understand. It. I haven't, because okay. that's back in like 2017, I want to say, I think she started um, her YouTube channel. And I don't know her as a YouTuber. I just know like that was her beginnings. And I think once you start to get up, to, getting up to like 500,000 subscribers, then you start getting other opportunities and it just snowballed and... Now she's the best female rookie. That's awesome. So, yay. Yay. <laughs> so from one female making waves to another for not as happy reasons, um, I have to talk about what's going on with our girl, Hiana. Oh, Hiana. Oh, this girl. So she seems to be dating um, young Jun Hyung. From, I don't think it seems. I think she is dating. They like, hey, they, <laughs> no, it could be. Well, here's the thing is that some people are like, maybe they're just like doing the mm, fake thing mm. to make news because they're going to do a song. Yeah, it seems like they're dating. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't, especially if it's someone so controversial. I feel like, why would you risk it, right? Like if you're dating, you'd be like, you know what? F it. I'm going to show it to the world. But if you're not, anyways, continue. <laughs> Well, this guy, so he is from Beast or Batust, as we like to say. Or now Highlight. I mean, I don't know if he's in Highlight. I think he was and he had to leave Highlight. Is Highlight even still around? Oh, yeah, they are. But I don't know if like his controversy happened while he was in Highlight or like while they were still Batust and figuring shit out. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think he had made it into Highlight and he had to leave Highlight. But Got you, it. Okay. You can confirm that if you'd like. <laughs> We don't want to report inaccurate. He departed from Highlight in 2019 amidst the controversy yeah. of admitting. Yeah, so there we go. So uh, confirmed via Wikipedia. <laughs> the most valid source. Um, you know no, what? It, it is. is a very valid source. <laughs> it is. Um, but yeah, so the reason that this is all scandalous and the reason he had to leave Highlight is that back in what year was that? Well, he left in 2019. I don't know when the controversy started, but it was amidst that. It feels like it was probably 2019-ish. So he was involved in the Burning Sun scandal, which we do not have the time to get into. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Burning Sun scandal. But part of that whole scandal was that there was a group chat where videos of women sometimes being raped because they were unconscious um were being passed around among these male celebrities and he was part of this group chat he had admitted to seeing the videos and watching them and apparently at the time was like i didn't realize that it was a big deal like he had he was basically like i didn't realize i was wrong to do crazy yeah so, yeah, now Hyanna's dating him. We'll just say it. They're dating. They both posted on their Instagrams pictures of each other, um, like, holding hands. Uh, she, I think, in the comments had said some things. And then the comment section 
obviously starts blowing up because people are like, hey, girl, what are you doing? Um, Kiana's always sort of promoted her, or I guess shown herself in her solo work as sort of like owning her sexuality, have this kind of like girl power type of vibe. And everyone's just like, what the F? Why would you date this guy? Like, he's gross. Yeah. Yeah, the comments are not uh, not supportive at all. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, if you saw, let me see what I what I saw on, on Reddit. It was so funny. Um, you know, people thought that when at first someone was confused or like when when they saw the post, they thought it was um, Hyunsung from Troublemaker. She's like, oh, my God. Yay. And then turns out they confused them with John Hyung. And then they were just like the disappointment I felt. Yikes. So people are really, really disappointed in her for this. Oh, yeah. I saw somewhere that a bunch of her fan sites closed down. Like, people are just like, girl, you are canceled. We are done. See you later. Also, like, well, let's also take a step back and talk about her relationship with Dawn. Because I feel like that plays into this and feeds into it a little bit. Because... Mm -hmm. Everybody loved them together. Like, I remember you and I, I feel like we were actually in person at work the day when they got engaged. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, we definitely texted each other. You texted me, you're like, oh, my God, or I texted you. And we saw the, the, the news and we definitely talked about it. And we are both so, so happy for them. It's like so cute. Yeah. So for those who aren't completely obsessed with Yana's love life, like me, they were together, Hyanna and Don were together at Cube Entertainment at the same time. Um, he was in Pentagon, living his best life. She was doing her solo thing. Um, they both were in Triple H together. And I do have to say, they definitely kind of use that as an excuse to be like sexy time and videos together. <laughs> like it was very. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, you would watch the... I remember watching those music videos when they came out, and I was like, if those two aren't dating, like... Yeah. But it just, just makes it a little awkward, though, for the third guy that was in it. It's like, uh... I know. <laughs> or maybe they just... They put him in there just to, like, be like, oh, no, we're three people. We're not just, like, a duet, and we're having all this sexy time. Yeah, like, she was not humping and grinding on the third dude, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is more suspicious, yeah. It's so weird. Um... But yeah, they both ended up, they admitted that they were dating, which was like such a baller move. Like, that's unheard of. Yeah. So, and I feel like that was them as people, obviously, like Cube was like, oh no, we we don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah. But they each wrote letters, I remember, um, and like posted them on their Instagrams. Um but yeah, they both ended up leaving Cube together, so he left Pentagon, which like... It was like shortly thereafter, they they posted all the stuff, then they were like, I don't know if, whether they left voluntarily or Cube was like, mm, you gotta go. I don't know either. Right? Like, because they're... Why would you leave voluntarily if the if the company stood behind you and was like, that's fine, like, you guys can just continue, right? There must have been something within that that they were probably just like, nah, we're leaving. Yeah, I, honestly, I wonder if it was something in their contract. It might have been, right? Like, no dating yeah. between. And they, the Cube was probably using that to be like, well, you, you know, you violated the contract. You got to stick to our terms. Because then, cause then if they allowed that, right, then it opens up 
for other cube artists to be like, well, Hyanna and Don are dating. Like, why can't we date other people? You know? So. Yeah. Speculation, but. But yeah, they left cube. They actually both ended up at P Nation together. So they were at size agency. Um, they did have a song they put out together called Ping Pong, which was eh. I feel <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of the songs that came after Cube, I honestly didn't vibe with a lot of them. It's kind of like, eh. So I don't know if it was, I guess it was the difference between Cube and P Nation. Well, and I also just, I don't know, the two of them together, as much as I loved it, I feel like they were a little weird, like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Staying at home together, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But um, they were together for six years, and as I mentioned, they had gotten engaged before they broke up, which seems to have been a breakup initiated by Hyanna. Because he, he did, like, a, a song or a music video afterwards, right? He and it was kind of, like, about breakup, and everyone was like, oh, you know? Yeah, because I think he's just like, I will continue to love you forever. Like, it doesn't matter. Aww. Like, so, yeah, I always I always make fun of him, and I always say that he looks like... And it, this is also coming from variety shows is where I got it from. Yeah. Um People would always say he looks like a sick Victorian child because he's so <laughs> pale. And he he does look kind of sickly. Like he, he needs he needs to take some multivitamins. I don't know. But honestly, so did Hyona. I don't know if she's changed now, but I remember seeing like videos of them like living together and like yeah. eating and she would eat like nothing and they were like skin and bones. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like either you guys are like doing drugs together and are fucking sickly or <laughs> I don't know, you have some kind of problem with each other. I don't know. It did, yeah, something about the two of them together, like, I wanted to root for them, but at the same time, I was like, somebody needs to check on them. Like, yeah. I don't know yeah. what's happening. So, I mean, honestly, to us, in our eyes, they seemed like such a cute couple, but obviously something wasn't working, even though they were together for six years and got engaged. You never know yeah. at the end of the day, right, between a couple, what is going on and who's in the wrong, who's in the right yeah, but after they broke up, I do know that she started hanging out with uh, Jimin from AOA. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, we're, we don't have time to get into this that either. That other mess, yeah. So you'll have to Google, I'm giving everybody things to Google, but you'll have to Google AOA scandal, Um because it was Mina, right, who she was like, I'm going to kill myself. She started doing crazy shit and, like, posting oh really graphic photos on Instagram because she was like, I was bullied so hard and all of this stuff. But it all kind of went back to Jimin. And she was – um, am I saying her name right? Is it Jimin? Jimin, yeah. Jimin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she – um. She was the leader of the group, so she has, like, some responsibility in, like, the K-pop hierarchy yeah. type of way. Um, but also, it seems like she was a bit of a bully, and she was kind of... Well, in general, if you think about, like, Korean culture in itself, like, anywhere you go, if you're working or even between, like, family members, you do have kind of that um, hierarchy always, right? To pay that respect to whoever is either your elder or you're higher up, like, within the group. So a lot of times that kind of gets to their head. So if she's, like, the leader, she feels like she has the power to be sort of a bully. They don't see it as bullying. Mm -hmm. They see it as, like, this is the day-to-day. -day. You have to listen to me. Don't talk back. You can't, like, my my word is Bible. Yeah. 
But yeah, Hiana started hanging out with her, which I was like, yikes. Ugh, I don't know about that. And now she's dating this dude. So um, yeah, I'm on the, unfortunately, let's let me part ways with my Hiana fandom that I've held near and dear to me for years. And to, to play a little bit of like devil's advocate, because again, this is from Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. But I scrolled down to his like controversy part, and it did say that on... March 11th, he was accused of being part of that group chat room. Just the day after, on March 12th, it was revealed that, like, the part of him, his part in the group chat was actually edited in, but it was confirmed that he and Jun Hyung, which was the um, the other guy that was uh, implicated in this, he was, like, a variety guy, but also a singer, they had a one-on-one chat room with each other. So he wasn't part of the group chat where they were shared, but he had a one-on-one with the other guy, and he did admit to watching an illegal video sent to him by by Jung. Um, so that's that was like the controversy. So I guess take that with a grain of salt. It's like, okay, like maybe he wasn't part of like the day to day, but at the end of the day, he still was sent a video and like was kind of like, and eh, like I didn't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. But do you then chalk that up to like just. I don't know, society or culture of Korean men, too. I don't know. That's a lot to get into. That, that is a lot to get into. <laughs> like, did he feel like, oh, my friend sent me this, so I have to react that way? I don't know. Maybe. And maybe he's changed. But either way, it's really uh, yikes you know? Yeah. It is yikesy. <laughs> Just made up that word. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that she... <laughs> hasn't put out any good music in forever either so like i was just liking her based on her and past music so when you take both of those things oh yeah you know what i mean like I there's nothing you. left there's nothing left to like <laughs> that's rough that's rough <laughs> you are like ruthless <laughs> well and it's sad i don't want to not I don't want to not like Kiana, but you know yeah, what? She... Yeah. Well, listen, maybe this guy can prove us wrong. I don't know. I always believe in redemption, as I say. How, how's the, how the fuck is he? <laughs> how's he going to do that? No, because maybe maybe he's learned. Maybe that was a mistake, you know, when he was young and dumb. And now he's like, no, I get it. Maybe Kiana, badass woman as she is, taught him to be like, you better not do that shit no more. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, but I don't, I don't know, know. How, I don't know how he's gonna like show that redemption because I feel like it's just. I mean, we saw it with Top that he's gonna be on the freaking Netflix show. What is it? Um, Squid, Squid Game. Game. And people yeah. were like, no. And all he did was fucking smoke marijuana. He didn't even like hurt anybody, you know. So it's like imagine that. Like people just don't forget. So yeah. Anywho, uh, moving on to our next hot topic. So this one is about. Uh, K-pop without the K. Uh, so I, I landed on this article that I shared with Robin earlier this week um, from Japan Times. Um, and they're, they're discussing how nowadays, I'm sure everyone knows, there's several companies trying to create these like, I guess, international K-pop groups. Um, so you have like Cat's Eye, who's a new group, and it only has one Korean member among its six members. And they were uh, chosen via the debut Dream Academy, which was Hybe uh, and another American record. Um, 
You have Nizi Yu, an old Japanese girl group. Uh, you also have XG, which honestly, is, I've never heard of Nizi Yu, but I've heard of XG, which is also old Japanese. Um, there's a Filipino group called Horizon with a seven. <laughs> JYP also uh, has Vicha, which is the stupidest name ever. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and that's five Americans and one Canadian. But either way, like these bands are put through the quote unquote K-pop training to get the look and the vibe and they dress like K-pop stars. Um, but their songs are mainly in English, obviously, right? Because they're not Korean. So what happens when you take the K out of K-pop, right? Like the article has makes a very interesting point that K-pop technically is not distinct, right? It's like a sub genre of pop music it doesn't have it's not like it has its own sounds and rhythm so when you take away the koreanness of it of it being like korean boys and girls um you're just left with american pop so the only thing that i could like argue against is like the appeal of being in a k-pop group is different right like you get to be in this group and have that camaraderie and like live in a dorm together and train so hard you know and um, go to the music shows every week and like go to the variety shows like that aspect of it is very niche and K, K I was gonna say K-pop but Korean um, and you wouldn't get that in America but if you're now gonna be American speaking I doubt they're gonna like be learning Korean and going on these Korean shows like what what does that do you're just pop music and that's the thing right because like the Korean like the K-pop industry like when they would bring in a japanese or a thai member they would have to like sit in a tiny little room like off the side of the training room and study korean for however many hours when they weren't yeah they they were still expected to be part of like the korean machine and like debut in korea and like all of them speak korean fluently so it's like even this whole appeal of being part of the K-pop machine as it stands now with like the trainee system, like they're not literally getting that experience at all. Because if they were, they'd probably come back to America and sue somebody. <laughs> You're so right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we were just talking earlier about that law that got passed or whatever it is. Um, yeah, the law of uh, they're going to put i guess limitations on weight restrictions and um plastic surgery you know not having yes yes not having them do all the crazy shit especially when they're like most of the time they're minors when they're starting in this in this industry but i mean it's not to say that it can't happen i think you'll have exceptions to the rules absolutely you might have one group maybe vicha or cat's eye or someone like i think one of them might put out really good fucking music and people really enjoy them and they'll become like an international pop sensation but it's not gonna be all of them it's so saturated so yeah i i think xg is a good example i think they've kind of broken the mold but i think it's just gonna be an exception i don't think there's gonna be many that are gonna be successful with this but could be proven wrong i don't know um, but I, I think they should just stick to the K-pop groups. That's the appeal of it. That's what I want to see. Yeah. It's literally the whole point. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with if they want to introduce more 
international members as they've done like you said for like they'll have a japanese member a chinese member like yeah bring in an indian girl bring in an american girl like sure let's try something else um but you still need the majority of them i think to be korean and then that person also will need to learn korean because that's what you're doing you're entering that field otherwise eh, good luck yeah, it's not like we would have an American pop group and bring in a Korean and be like, yep, you can just do your raps in Korean, like nobody cares. Exactly. We would force that person to do everything in English. Yeah, they would learn English, absolutely, and be part of the group, which is fine. But you need you need that like universality, I don't know. But we shall see. Maybe we'll be proven wrong by the end of the year. Let's see how Cat's Eye and Vicha do. I honestly haven't even heard any of their songs, if they have released them yet, but um, maybe we can take a look next time. Yeah, we should investigate all of these. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be like the virtual K-pop group episode, but this will be like the non-K-pop group episode. Yeah, Yeah, actually, yeah. We probably have a few to... um, Look at like the Filipino group. I didn't. I had no idea about them until I read this article. So I got to look them up. Maybe they're really good. Yeah, we shall see. Well, um, going back to K-pop songs, we have a bit of like a throwback group, but it's a new song. So Sister Nineteen released um, a new song called No More, but in parentheses, it's my boy, um, because if you guys remember, we're around. They had a really popular song back in the day. My boy, my boy, (laughs) baby. (laughs) Let me not do that. Maybe this is why my microphone broke earlier. (laughs) Because we're just like, yeah, we need the mic is like, nah. It was trying to save me for myself singing my boy. Yeah. So I've actually already heard this on Spotify. Robin has not yet. I haven't watched the music video. Um, So let's watch it together and then talk about our thoughts. All right. All right, so I'll tell you my thoughts first, um, because I think li- I've listened to it maybe three or four times at this point. I am getting a bit more used to it. It's getting a little bit in my head, but I just, the first time I heard it, I was kind of meh about it. It's it's nice, it's fun, but there's nothing appealing to me like Ma Boy was. And then the the music video is nice, you know, but it's just like, it's... Hyorin's usual like floor work being sexy and all. <laughs> um, I don't know. I wasn't too impressed. I was. I think I was expecting more from them. Well, and you commented that their little furry bikini bottoms looked like diapers, and they that I couldn't so bad. Like <laughs> I couldn't oops. unsee it. <laughs> like the dancers looked better with just the normal. They had like white jeans. Like I, they could have just went with that. It was just too much fur, and they was it was they're so high up. And fuzzy, and it just looks like you're wearing a diaper. Like, what are you doing? It's so bad. Um, I actually like that song a lot more than I thought I would. Interesting. It's catchy. That's why it's like, the more I listen to it, it is catchy. But I, I kind of have this gauge of, like, the ones that hook me in from the beginning hook me in, you know? I don't know. I think, I think it hooked me in. All right. Well, I think I'm into it. I don't know. Let's go. That's fine. We have different tastes sometimes, even though randomly, <laughs> you know, in the in the in the year end report, we had very similar tastes. 
Yeah, I don't know. I maybe here's the thing is that like I always almost want something to be an elevated recreation of the past and the fact that they put my boy in parentheses, I'm like, "Ooh, ooh, we're getting like an updated 2024 version of Sister 19 and they're older and more mature and this is going to be like whatever." And then it totally Kind of wasn't that, but I was still here for it. I don't know. It was catchy. Yeah, but that's no, the thing. No, no, <laughs> no. Nobody's perfect. I can't even get the 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 thing right, so I gotta stop. Um, but that's the thing that I was expecting the same thing, but it actually had the opposite effect on me because I was expecting a my boy type of vibe, and it wasn't. It was different, and I think that like. Um, kind of fucked with me i think if i went into it having no expectations maybe that would have been different yeah i do wish in the beginning they'd done a like a s-i-s-t-t-a-r oh <laughs> yeah stop breaking my heart <laughs> yeah that would have been a cute little that would have warmed yeah, all of like our... a nod to it like i i actually didn't even realize until now that they do actually say my boy yeah at a point of the song but it's like that's the nod to it i didn't even catch it you know I don't know. I wanted to feel a little more nostalgia in my old lady K-pop heart. Yeah, that's what I'm missing. I know, I know. Instead, we, we just got furry diapers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yuck. All right, well, that's all we have for our show for today. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Kpop Hotsheet and rate us on Apple Music and Spotify if you enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure to also turn your notifications on on Spotify by clicking the bell icon if you want to be notified on new episodes when they're uploaded. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.